We've got some hey, fresh I'm new Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content before. is Profit Podcast. And we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn how to turn the content into profit, just go to contentsprofit.com. Step number one is there for you. Oh, yeah. And today we have an incredible guest, Ooh. which I, I love his movement. I love how he branded his movement and today we're going to be talking all about it about podcast sucks if you don't have one. Oh man yes. that, that got me so bad mm. the first time i saw that t-shirt like why how dare he and then i read the small print yeah. i was like perfect always so always good. read the fine print <laughs> yeah it, it triggered us and then we're like oh man that is so yeah. cool hey, right, that's what we call good marketing right there question question do, yeah, we, do we have I a sponsor have an today? Answer. Indeed we do. Oh, Thank what? you for asking, good sir. And today's sponsor is your own, The Biz Bros. Yes, we sponsor our own episodes That's right. with That's right. Content Momentum. And you might be asking yourself, what is Content Momentum? Well, if you produce a long-form piece of content just like this one that you're listening to or watching, and you need a modern media team Ooh, to baby. come in and help you maximize your effort, and turn all that content into sweet value pack bite-sized assets so you can send them all over the interwebs like little minions so they can help you get new clients. We are here for you to help you out. Essentially, so, turn the content into profit. Essentially, turn your content into okay. profit. Oh, Slide in the DMs at Biz Bros Co. on Facebook, on Instagram. We're here for you. Yeah, if you're listening, go ahead and follow the show in your favorite platform. It could be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite episodes. Because every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, these episodes are dropping with incredible value from our guests. So you can take action and get that momentum. And for, don't forget to follow us on social media at Biz Bros Co. That is right. And if today's guest helped, you take one step closer to your goal please don't forget to share with somebody else because you never know you might be helping somebody else as well in their journey and a little bit of a selfish ask please don't forget to go and leave a review feedback whether that is positive negative we want to learn we want to make this show better for you so go ahead and leave a review thank you another week another epic guest we connected with today guest through social media and later we discovered that he was also the MC for an event that's pretty close to our hearts oh yeah today's guest is no joke his passion for podcasting is off the charts let me tell you i've been looking at his instagram and i mean it is very passionate about podcasting which led him to help others launch their podcast in 90 days or less with his business podcast launch lab that's right and he also practices what he preaches he is the host of the successful podcast beyond the story in which he interviews high-level personalities mm -hmm. such as john lee dumas from entrepreneur on fire jason pfeiffer from entrepreneur magazine and many many more oh yeah he's i think he's about to hit the 100 episode mark Ooh, in there so baby. that's pretty let's epic go. that's pretty epic please let's get this party started please welcome epic Podcaster Sebastian Rusk. Look at that. What's up, gentlemen? How are you doing, man? Thank you so much for being here. If I was any better, my name would be Lewis. <laughs> you will be the third bro. The third bro, <laughs> yeah. I would be. I absolutely would be. What's up, gentlemen? Great to be here with you guys. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, by the way, so I just gotta say, like your your positioning 
incredible. I know that you have a book. I know that you have like the gear. You help incredible people. And that's what got me hooked. I was like, oh my gosh, why? And it, it, it was a feeling because we owe so much to podcasting. You know, we can we can dive into this. But I love the fact that you master that. And, and now you help, you know, a ton of people with yeah. it. So for those who don't know. Before we get started, I... I just wanted to add something here that I should have added to the intro, right? I should have said that you are a contender for sexiest podcasting voice, man. <laughs> I mean, we, we've had a few really cool podcasting voices here in Content is Profit, and I think you're up there, my man. I, I, just, got, I just had to put that out there. That's it. All I right. appreciate that. I, I'm told I have an amazing face for radio and podcasting, so yeah. I could go right along with there. I Actually, the funny story is that I grew up in a radio station mm. and that my dad was a DJ for 30 years and I had zero intentions of following in his footsteps. I didn't think I was going to go into the military and, 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 and become a podcaster. Mm. I, I didn't, I didn't go into the military, but I definitely became a podcaster. So like a buddy of mine said to me on a golf course a couple of weeks ago, man, our, our genes sure are powerful because I had no intentions. And, you know, sometimes we don't have intentions of following in our parents' footsteps, yep. but yeah. we end up, somewhere or a relative or whatever it might be so uh i'm grateful for it either way it was clearly what i was uh what, what i was born to do yeah absolutely that that resonates so much because her mom she's actually a math teacher and i remember growing up when i was a little kid i was like oh i want to be a math teacher just like my mom right oh, when i you know started That's being so a little weird. bit more of a conscious so being weird. i was like i don't really want to be a math teacher <laughs> but now we are somewhat in the education environment right because we're helping people with teaching them about right. content so just like you mentioned it's so just funny not trigonometry exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah he'll be a little he'll be starving uh but yeah me too so what what pushed you to to publish right like what pushed you to to get out there you know what happened in your life you were like hey, this is the road I want to take I don't think it was a road that I said this is the road that I want to take I think I, mm. I it was a road that found me because mm. out of out of deep desperation for wanting to figure it out the story began or started over rather back in 2008 when the market crashed I found myself moving back from Southern California to Miami uh, with a duffel bag in my daughter. I, I raised my daughter on my own. And uh, in addition, as, as if being yeah. an entrepreneur wasn't enough, let's raise a kid uh, <laughs> on our own. But thank God I, I was able to do that. Yeah. And when I came back here in 2008, I didn't know what I wanted to do next. And I didn't even have any motivation to figure it out. So from 2008, 2010, I was pretty much just, a, and people would ask, what do you do? And I just say nothing, daytime television. <laughs> Uh, and then in 2010, I had an awakening moment and, uh, I, I said, you know what? I, I need to awaken the giant within. I'm going to go see Tony Robbins and mm. walk on fire. Yes. So I called a friend of mine that, um, that, uh, was working for Tony at the time and filled me in on all the details. And then she, she called me back a few minutes later and she's like, Hey, you need to meet a friend of mine. That's actually on Tony's core team. that travels with him. She's an incredible human being and you guys would totally hit it off. Well, I was just meeting casually just for new connections. I had, yeah. I had a little bit of desire for what I wanted to do next. I was active on social. I just had not figured out how to do anything uh, with, with business pertaining to it. And so we, we met up later that week and she, she asked me a, just a, a, a pivotal question that, forever changed the course of my life and the path that I was on or the lack thereof of the path. And she, and she looked at me and she said, Sebastian, what's next? And I said, I don't know. And she looked at me and said, that's a problem. And that's the PG rated version of her, <laughs> of her, of her feedback. And I said, she goes, you need to be doing something because I said, well, why is it a problem? She goes, because you not doing anything means the world's missing out on you. 
I thought, mm-hmm. oh, never thought about that. Quick lesson in showing up, right? Yeah. Not because it's about us or what we can potentially do, but what it does for others. Yeah. So I conceptualized my first company, which was Social Buzz TV, and I started evangelizing the fact that it was going to be the best social media company ever. And I do no, local networking events, and I would go to networking events. I do social media boot camps, and yeah. then eventually people would say, "Hey, maybe you can help me out with my social media." So I started the podcast uh, or the the social media agency in 2011. Wrote my first book in 2013. Social media sucks if you don't know what you're doing. And I told that whole story, but I also gave my feedback and questions that I was often asked as, as, yeah. that I would, I would speak at pertain to social media. Uh, I met a guy by the name of Gary Vaynerchuk back in 2011. Uh, yeah. Gary became Who, Who's that guy, right? Who yeah, knows that guy? I'm, I'm sure nobody's heard of him. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this was before the, you know, the big, this was the Gary V wine days back in the day. Wow. And oh, uh, he, cool. he was another um, very, very impactful human being that, that helped me wake up to what was next and what was possible as I hmm. set out on, on this venture to create a brand, something that was more sustainable, but at the same time as something Gary taught me early on was that you need to build your personal brand in addition to your business brand. You see your personal brand in perpetuity is your reputation. And that just, mm. that shook me to my core. And I thought, wow, holy cow, he's right. Because now we're living in an age where if you don't have a personal brand, you don't get the gig, you don't get the client, you don't get the job, whatever the case may be, because yeah. it's more of an edification process. And then 2016 rolled around and I just wasn't happy with the social media work. Now, 2011, I had started my podcast. It was called Social Buzz On Air. I, I used it to connect with people that I didn't know and I wanted to connect with and then would later connect with at events that I would speak at, et cetera. And then I started it and stopped it a couple of times. So it, was, it wasn't it was consistent until 2016 where I went through a life-changing personal development course that absolutely changed the trajectory of my life forever. And I, I kept asking myself, am I, am I the person that I need to be for the brand that I'm building? Because otherwise I'm just going to build the brand. I'm going to mess it up. Yeah. So I need to get right with who I am as an individual and get anything unresolved, tuned in, resolved and, and worked through so I can show up to the best of my ability as my highest self for the world. So uh, I came out of that knowing that I no longer wanted to do a couple things. Number one, I had no interest in doing social media work any longer. I don't care about your Facebook page or your Twitter account. Hire somebody in-house to do it. Social should be done in-house or, fi- or hire an agency that really, really gets it. I've got to find my place in this world while sust- still sustaining my br- my personal brand yeah. as an author, speaker, coach, and person of authority within the digital space. So I had a friend challenge me to create a podcast solution that would help people start a podcast because she had an internet radio show and I didn't even know what that was and neither did she. (laughs) And I said, it's not that difficult. You can start a podcast. You know, she goes, I don't know how to do that, but you do. Why don't you create a solution that can help people do that? So the lights just immediately went off. I went back upstairs to my rented desk at this co-working space here in Miami and I wrote at the top of the page, podcastlaunchlab.com turnkey podcast launch solution to take people from idea to iTunes in 90 days or less with their first seven episodes. My ideal client is somebody just like me. It's a, it's an author, speaker, coach, person of authority knows their natural next step is to start a podcast. Just like their natural next step would be to, to write a book or, or, or start a speaking career or launch a YouTube channel. So it really all officially began again, if you will, with podcasting and launching the show in 2016. I rebranded the show again in 2018 for the third and final time to the (laughs) Beyond the Story podcast. But I tell that story frequently and with a lot of candor because there are no rules when it comes to podcasting. You can change things whenever you want as you create the rules. Now, it's not smart to be inconsistent, but we're talking over the course of a decade and change. Changing the name three times kind of makes sense. So 
in 2019, I went all in with podcasting as a business. So mm. both a podcaster and a podcast business, and I really haven't looked back. So we service marketers and entrepreneurs uh, through our 90-day launch program that um, that takes them from idea to iTunes in 90 days or less. That's so cool. That's wow. so cool. I, I love the, the timeline view of the story, man. I really appreciate it. You know, it really makes you like it, it, it paints a picture of all the effort and everything that you've gone through right mm -hmm. and before we started the show you were talking you know we asked oh is that a real brick wall behind you and you were like oh these are all the bricks that have been thrown at me <laughs> throughout my career right and this story illustrates all those hardships that that you've been through so man congratulations on they, on they everything they, thank you i appreciate that I, i really really do and i you know Part of this entrepreneur journey is challenges and and, mm -hmm. and and hurdles and headaches, and they're constant. And if you don't like that, just go get a job. Absolutely. That's the reality of being an entrepreneur. And yeah. I've been an entrepreneur since, gosh, since God spoke to Moses. My daughter was probably three years old. She's 20 now. So mm -hmm. a long time. Uh, in the making here and yeah. then it was started off on the first half thinking i was going to be doing consulting and direct response marketing for realtors then the market crashes and all of a sudden i think you know i've got to build something more sustainable i thank god every day for meeting gary because yeah. reading his first book crush it uh Incredible. the guy's he's the real deal and all of his predictions were accurate not yeah. every single one of them but you know his track record of business is impeccable and yeah. to know the human being that he actually is off camera and in person uh, just solidifies that whole entire process so yeah big, absolutely big, big shout out to gary yeah, yeah of course I, uh, wait, 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 i do i do have a question before, that arises from that story before the question like, right, cool. there, there's some elements in in here <laughs> that as you were explaining it it's like it, it relates so much i appreciate the fact that you're highlighting the time Mm -hmm. because a lot of people get into this world of entrepreneurship and they think it's a very immediate thing, right? It's like, tomorrow I'm going to make millions, right? And tomorrow I'm going to have all these followers. And tomorrow, and it takes a lot of work. It takes consistency. Yeah, that's one of the things that that we've learned throughout the yeah. life. I mean, not even close to, to, to what you've been in this entire universe, but we've done it like full in about six years now. And uh, and with the show, year almost year and a half now, but it's like it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of systems, a lot of frameworks, right? And people, if they don't accept that, it's going to be really challenging for them to do it. But the cool thing is, like, there's a solution for those people that don't want to tackle this, and that's totally okay, right? Right. Um, I love the fact that you pivoted. I love the fact that you adapted. I love the fact that yeah. you evolve in, in your show to talk to maybe the right client, the right partners, the right, find the right stories. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people think that we need to be like just encapsulated in that one thing that we decide and we cannot move from that. So the fact that you, that you show that it's, it's incredible to us. So I just want to highlight those points that kind of resonated with me because we have to look to, you know, to the future and Those are things that we need to be okay with as yeah. as we evolve. So yeah, it, it's a clear representation of the, the entrepreneurial journey, and I, I absolutely love it. You know, well, there's we, no fluff with it. It's just this is the reality of it, and I I don't think that entrepreneurs really take into consideration what's involved, both mentally for mental health, yeah, yep. and and also you know just sustainability. Absolutely, ten years. You know, it's it, it takes. I, I firmly believe it takes ten years to build a brand. Oh, yeah. When you, when you look at all the variables that are involved with with doing it, it's not just the making a business profitable. It's the lives that you're impacting and who you're becoming. Mm -hmm. Jim Rome once said, become a millionaire, not because of the money, but because of the person you become while becoming a millionaire. Mm. And I, I never forgot that because it has if I, I talk to successful people all the time. 
they've got more money than they'll ever be able to spend. And it just simply isn't about the money. It is about the journey and those that you're impacting along the way and who you're becoming in, yes. in part of that process. That That is so true, you know, like to be able to achieve those things, you need to literally change and evolve as a human and sure. develop and grow. And I mean, we notice it, we've said it many times, if we look three years back, right? And we talked to the Luis and Luis from three years back, we wouldn't probably even recognize each other, right? It's like, wow. Thank God, we, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Thank God. for once, you do not have a beard. So yeah, that for would be- For uh, yeah. <laughs> like, who's this guy? Um, Sebastian, honestly, I'm, I have a question that I'm going to ask you, but I'm going to, I'm going to leave that one for part two, just so we can get into the, the podcast sucks, right? If you don't have one, because I love that sure. you mentioned that, you know, obviously you have a lot of knowledge in direct response marketing, you know, about marketing elements, which is absolutely great, but I'm curious, right? Why people need podcasts right now? Why, bis why businesses need the podcast, right? Why do you come up with that podcast suck if you don't have one? Well, I just feel that when you know more than the average person about a specific topic, it is your responsibility and duty to help make sure everyone can learn and understand what it is. If someone is not a fit for our podcast agency, that doesn't mean they can't mm -hmm. read my book and start a podcast. That doesn't mean they can't go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash podcast launch lab. And yes. be able to re consume a, an entire library of content out there. Why does a brand need a podcast or why should brands start a podcast in 2021? I look at it this way. If I called you 25 years ago and I offered you a Tuesday spot on a local FM radio station, you wouldn't think about it. You wouldn't sleep on it. You wouldn't talk about it. You'd say yes. And you would figure it out mm -hmm. on the way down as mm -hmm. you were, as you were capitalized on the opportunity. Why? I mean, FM radio. If we look at where we're at now, there's never been number one, never been a more exciting time to be alive. Number two. Yeah. Never been an easier way to never been an easier time to start a business. And number three, there's never been an easier time to become a media company as a brand. So starting a YouTube channel, starting a podcast, being able to connect and build new relationships through interviews and through content that you're creating. And then that content going out into the world, resonating with someone and then finding their way back to you to, to, to initiate a relationship or do business with you. I think it's just incredible. Things have never been like this before with direct response or content, or, I mean, I've been beating this drum for 10 years that, you know, people of influence that are creating content and building a following online will be leveraged and used by brands as an actual business. So a yeah. personal brand being monetized has never been easier. I don't know that that's the way it used to be before digital and social came on the scene. You had endorsements and you had big brands and that was really it. There was no in between on being able to leverage your personal brand or your personality. Yeah, absolutely. You know, recently I was listening to a podcast called My First Million, really good podcast. And they were talking about PMCs, personal media companies, right? And they were talking about how these personal media companies are literally going to overtake the other the, the mainstream media because sure. so many personalities are going and people are are go you, you see it in the stats right the decrease of viewership in regular media and how people are turning more into these personal brands that you're talking about right and now these personal brands have real effect in the market you see sure. it when they speak about something they share some information 
they move literally markets, right? Yeah. I mean, Elon Musk with, you know, you can go uh, crypto, <laughs> all that stuff. Uh, we, we love- To the moon. To the moon, to the right? Moon. We love YouTubers. We, we think it's, it's amazing to see how they deal with things and how they move the markets when they speak about their opinions about certain things. And it's a, it's a great opportunity and it's a great opportunity for businesses because it has never been easier to put your message out there into the world, right? I mean, yeah. we have uh, the accessibility, all the tools right here, just like we're doing it right now. Yeah. Right. Well, I, you know, I look at it this way. I mean, look what happened last night. A YouTube influencer bought yep. the, one of the greatest boxers Incredible. of all time. Yes. Because of a couple of things. Okay? Mm -hmm. Definitely not the world boxing title. Okay. Yep. At, not by any stretch of the imagination for brand endorsement, brand awareness, brand recognition, pay-per-view sales, mm. ticket sales in person. Yeah, yeah. And then not to mention what it did for their individual brands and every other thing that they had their hands in the yeah. mix on for that fight. Interest Logan of people... Paul, he, Interest of people that were not familiar with the sport yeah. that are tuning in and paying a huge amount of money to watch a fight like us, for example. Right. We, I've never seen a full boxing match. I'm like, I'm there. I want to see what happens, right? Sure. And they're, they're turning audiences. Promo. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, that, that on its own is incredible uh, case study. By the way, were you at the were, were you at the fight since no, you're I in Miami? No, I didn't Listen, when I buy tickets to shit like that, it, the guy gets knocked out in the first round. Okay? <laughs> I'm better off just buying I'm better off just buying yeah. the pay-per-view and watching that happen or waking up at three in the morning and opening up Twitter. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So let's say you didn't go to the event live for the sake of everybody else. So everybody else could enjoy the eight rounds, right? Exactly. Sure, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't know. I, unless I'm ringside, I mean, a little bit of a diva when it comes to boxing or fights. I don't want to watch on a big screen. I could do that at a bar. You know? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Hey, Sebastian, I know that we're, we're coming down and we're going to have to definitely do part two of this or yeah, some hangout in, in the group for sure. But I want to ask you maybe two, two quick questions before we, we let you go. So number one sure. is, what is a quick action point that somebody that's starting that media company that they have to start right for their own brand? This is not a, if I start one, it's like, I need to, I need to start putting my message out there and I'm publishing. What is something that they can do today to get that momentum going? I think you need to quickly realize that by you not taking action and actually making the jump to create the content, to launch the platform and do it, doing it, just like my original story, you're being grossly negligent to the people that want to consume that content, that have an interest in it, that don't know what you don't know, that don't know what they don't know that they don't know. And you, and you have the unique ability and gift. We're all given these God-given gifts to be able to bring to the world on here. And by you not taking action, you're being a taker. And I don't think anybody wants to be called a taker or be considered a taker. They want to be called a, considered what? A, a giver, somebody who yes. contributes to the world and leaves people different. So if you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you've had an interest or even that nudge, I always say that nudge, that gut feeling is, is, is God whispering to you what your next move is. So Absolutely. being able to, 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 to recognize that I think is the first step in, th in realizing. And if you've had the, the, the intuition, the nudge, whatever you want to call it to start a podcast, that my friend is everything that you need in order to know that you should be starting a podcast. That's the sign that you've been looking for. I, so I love it. first things first, come up with a name. What am I going to call the show? Who am I going to serve? And what are we going to talk about? Once hmm. you figure those three things out, anything's possible because you can 
graphic designers are a dime a dozen. We got Canva.com to create your podcast artwork, your intro, your outro, your teaser. All that stuff can be knocked out with freelancers for next to nothing. Or you decide, you know what? I want to work with somebody who knows what they're doing and it's going to hold my hand through the process that's got a reputation. And then you schedule a call with myself or somebody on my team and we talk yeah. about our options here at the Podcast Launch Lab. Absolutely. We're going to leave all the links right below. So if you're interested, go get in contact with, with them. Last question, favorite question of the show. Where will you be if you do not publish? If I didn't publish a podcast, I would, I'd be managing Facebook pages. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a social media manager. Nothing wrong with that. That's just not my gift. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, pod, uh, and by the way, uh, my book dropped in December. My second book, Podcast Suck. Uh, if you don't have one, the title of this episode on here, all you do, the links will be available from the guys here. But yeah, yeah. yeah pod, podcastsuck.com will bring you right to Amazon. And I say, don't don't just read the book. If you do what it says, you'll have everything you need in order to start a podcast. I put my blood, sweat, tears, heart, and soul into this book because it's my responsibility yeah. to help you better understand what you don't know that you don't know about the world of podcasting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, where can people connect with you besides, you know, obviously getting the book? Sure. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm at podcast launch guy and I spend a majority of my time on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is lit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, we we definitely need to hang out more on the on the LinkedIn Link, LinkedIn space. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for those that are you know multi-purposing content, putting stuff out there, I we highly we highly recommend LinkedIn. We grew our LinkedIn account about eight hundred percent this past year, which is sounds insane is because we were not active there and it just continues to grow organically every single time and the connections that we're making in there are incredible so thank you for bringing that out we're gonna leave a networking event that that's the thing about it yeah exactly you know but it's 80 percent about your engagement and you're connecting with new people and engaging on other people's content and 20 percent about your own content absolutely so and it's not there for you to find a job or for recruiters to go harass people who want to find jobs it is a true <laughs> social media platform where people are there to network build relationships and get stuff done absolutely incredible thank you so much sebastian we really hey, appreciate it any last words you want to share before we we head out yeah, just remember it takes it takes longer than you think and podcasts suck if you don't have one <laughs> that is I right love it with that said guys thank you so much for tuning into the contents profit podcast go ahead and follow the show and uh, on facebook and instagram at biz bros co that is right and if today's episode helped you move one step closer to your goal please don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review thank you bye guys